The Spur of the Moment podcast is proudly presented by Shane Daigie, Realtor of Always Here Properties. Selling your home, buying your home, first-time buyers, investors, and seasoned home buyers. Call or text 512-540-1626, and I'll be glad to help with all of your real estate needs. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Spur of the Moment podcast. I'm your host, Shane Daigie. And I'm your co-host, Drew Daigie. Welcome to episode 147 of Spur of the Moment. Yeah, coming straight from the Simonator Studios in the heart of Texas. And we don't get many opportunities in this season to celebrate, but tonight we're celebrating as the Spurs beat the Sacramento Kings by a score of 142 to 134. The Kings, one of the top teams in the Western Conference, and the Spurs went into Sacramento and did some work. Great contributions, but to me, the thing that stood out most was our bench play. Our bench play was, to me, the big difference in this game. I thought some guys did really good things all around, but uh, Drew, what was your take on tonight's game? Yeah, it was a very fun game to listen to and watch. I mean, what a game. We went to OT, and it was a great game, and now it's just fired up. A great win from the San Antonio Spurs. Doug McDermott with 30, Champagne with 26. One of the best wins of the season. And this year we've beaten the Bucks, Kings, Sixers, Nuggets. If I would have told you that, you wouldn't. You would think we'd have about 30, 38 wins. Yeah, no. yeah, something like that. No, we have 20. So a great win for the Spurs, and I think that fits in on our top five Spurs wins of the year. I I agree with that, and I'm gonna have a glass of Champagne now to celebrate. Yes, All right, so. We're going to listen to an interview from Mr. Dougie McBuckets, and then we're going to get into our Tankathon and top players. Here's Dougie McBuckets. That's your fourth career triple double that you came in. After three quarters, you have eight points. Did it? 30 games. Not triple double, 30 games. Oh, 30 no, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sorry. Uh, but have you ever had one like that before where it all came in a flurry late like that? Not really, no, I don't think so. Um, I didn't realize that, to be honest. I was just kind of lost in the game, and um, they kind of just kept coming my way with pin downs, and I just I was feeling it, you know, got some calls, got to the free throw line. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, it was just fun to be a part of tonight. And you see Julian do what he did early. It was like a, you know, rookie stands out early, but comes Yeah, I just fed off Julian, to be honest. Uh, he had it going. Um, he saw the ball go in a bunch in the first half, and then they gave him a little more attention in the second half, and it kind of opened up things for me. And um, Trey, obviously, being out there, um, diamond all of us um, was huge, and uh, just a good win. You know, they're a great team. They've had a hell of a year, and for us to come. So, that's Doug McDermott singing praises about the Kings, but it's also talking about uh, Julian Champagne, and I uh, really like Doug McBuckets. Eight points at halftime, finished out with 30, and he was just on fire in that second half. All right, now it's time for our Tankathon segment, and we'll get to the top two, bottom two after that. So for tonight's Tankathon, let's see where we land. This one's taking a little bit, and we're going to finish up with number four tonight. And number four is interesting to me because that's the slot that's like like really ever-changing. It's how are the chips going to fall in front of us? Um, but Drew, in your eyes, in this draft, I'll just kind of go over the top ones here. We have number one, Detroit, number two, Charlotte, number three, Washington, and number four, San Antonio Spurs with this draft pick. Who do you think the Spurs would select at number four? 
Yes, this is one of few times where I actually agree with this uh, this website here. I think we would take Almond Thompson here because of the first three picks. And then I don't think any of these, those teams would fit Almond Thompson. So I think Almond Thompson we would go with at the number four pick. Uh, who do you think we would take? Yeah, I actually agree with you 100% on that. That's exactly who I have slotted, which if you listen to our previous episodes earlier, we always had him at Brandon number three. Miller. Brandon Miller at four. Yeah, him at number three and Brandon Miller at four. But, you know, Brandon Miller has really climbed up the draft boards. But uh, in my estimation, I'm pretty much happy with anything that we get in the top five. I just really don't want to fall into that six or seven range just because I don't like the fits of those guys that we could possibly draft at those slots just with what our roster is. But, uh, yeah, number four, I'd say Almond Thompson's the, the definite pick here, the way the draft should play out. And uh, Anyway, that's our Tankathon segment. Let's get to our top two, bottom two. Drew, who are your top two? Yeah, my number one on the top two list, go with Doug McDermott. 30 points a game. Is this his, is his, like his high with the Spurs? I think it is. Yes. 30 points. Shooting four of eight from three and nine of fifteen from the field in twenty-eight minutes. Great night from Doug McDermott. His best game as a spur, in my opinion. My second on the top two, Trey Jones with a triple double, his first of the, his career. I was surprised by that, but Mr. Trey had 17, 11, and ten while shooting seven of eleven from field in thirty-three minutes. I think those were two of the best top twos we could have. So, what is your top two? Yeah, no. Uh, so I went and you heard Doug McDermott talk about this. I went with Julian Champagne, and it's crazy that just two or three weeks ago I was watching him in Austin, and yeah. I really liked his game. But, man, what a night for him. 26 points, 4 of 7, 3-point land, 6 rebounds, and he was a big reason why the Spurs were able to get this win. The other big reason was Mr. Dougie McBuckets. Wow, 30 points, and that was just – he was on a tear. 22 of those were scored in the fourth quarter. 22 points in one quarter for one man, not named Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant. But Doug McDermott had a good one for us, so that's my top two. What about the bottom two, Drew? Yeah, my number one on the bottom two, Devontae Graham. Rough shooting night. One of six from the field and one of six from three-point range with three points only. So he makes my number one on this bottom two list. My second on the bottom two, one with Romeo Langford here. Zero points and two turnovers is what got him on the bottom two list. So let's hear who you at. All right. Well, my bottom two, I also had the exact same two as you. I had Devontae Graham and Romeo Langford. Um, just our guard play with those guys wasn't wasn't the thing. I mean, it just didn't happen. It didn't work out for him. Devontae Graham's been kind of backsliding a little bit lately. And, uh, you know, a lot of questions about what his role is going to I be. Mean, will he stay? Yeah, will he stay? Will we get rid of him? How's that going to be? But lately, he just hasn't been been doing that great. All right, now it's time for our question of the day. Remember, you can always text your questions to 512-540-1626. Again, that's 512-540-1626. Tonight's question comes from Mike in Seguin, Texas. Mike says, Great win for the Spurs tonight. It was awesome to see. My question for you guys, do you think that's our last win of the season? Ooh, that's a good question. So we're 78 games in. We got four games left, Mike. 
And I'm going to let Drew take this one. Drew may break it down game by game, but uh, we'll see how that plays out, and I'll tell you my opinion after Drew. Yeah, I'm going to go game by game here. So our first game, Suns versus Kings. Woo! I think we might get demolished. Kevin Durant, <laughs> Devin Booker, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, Cameron Payne. It goes on and on. So I'd give the Suns that win, and they're favored by 19. So I think they might win by 19. But we got a great matchup in our next one. Trailblazers versus the Kings. I mean, wow, this will be a close game. The Trailblazers have, are, are in tank mode now. They're not going to have Damian Lillard. They're not going to have Jermaine, Jeremy Grant. They're not going to have Simon. So and that's going to be – but Shaden Sharp. Shaden Sharp has been playing well. But I think I'd give this one to the San Antonio Spurs. But there you go. that's my pick. So I think we'll get one more win. All right. I think that's a good analysis, and I, I'm actually going to agree with that. I think that Thursday game, you know, we've got uh, – yeah, I, I think that's it. I think that might be our last one. I think the Timberwolves, and then, of course, the the disaster that's the Dallas Mavericks, but they still have Luka and they still have Kyrie, so going to be tough. But uh, good question, Mike. Thank you. Now it's time for this day in Spurs history. Drew? Yeah, so we're going to go back to a, a pretty recent game in April on April second, two 2019, where the San Antonio Spurs hosted the Hawks with a really good win, 117-111. Our leading scorer was DeMar DeRozan, nearly a triple-double, 29 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists. Our second leading scorer was Derek White, who had thir- 23 points, 4 rebounds, 3 assists. We had Bryn Forbes, who had 19 points, 10, 2 rebounds, 3 assists. We had Patty Mills with 14 off the bench. And we had L.A., who had 16 and 11. This improved our record to 45 and 33 in the Hawks to 28 and 50. And 48 and 33 would have got us, what, the fifth seed? But we actually got the eighth seed. That year was really good for the West. So that is this day in Spurs history. What year was that again? 2019. Okay, yeah, that was... That's probably the last last stand for us. <laughs> last playoff appearance. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Well, now it's time to preview our upcoming game. And uh, we've talked about this one. The Spurs are going to Phoenix to play Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and the Phoenix Suns. Definitely a tough challenge for the Spurs. Oh, yeah. And might I add, we're not going to have Devin Vassell, Zach Collins, Keldon Johnson or Romeo Langford in this one. Whew, that's a recipe for a rough night for the Spurs. What do you think the outcome is going to be and who's your player to go off? Yeah, we, we don't have Sola in either. So it's going to be tough to figure out a, a player to go off. But I think I'm going to go with Doug McDermott again. I mean, he's probably going to get the – he might not even get the start. But I'm going to have to go with Doug McDermott again for my player to go off. But I think I'm going to take the Suns by 23. All right, the Suns by 23. Um, I've got the Suns winning. Well, before I saw all the guys that weren't going to be playing, I had the Suns uh, by 16, but I'm actually going to double up on that. I'm going to say the Suns by 32. I think it's going to be a bad night for the Spurs, and I hate that. But but the positive is Sandro Mamukelishvili is my player to go off. I think he is going to have... A, a big-time night, and I think Kevin Durant and Chris Ball and Devin Booker are going to be like, what? Who is this guy? Yeah. So that's my player to go off, but I do think we get absolutely demolished. 
in Phoenix tonight, and uh, I hope I'm wrong, but we'll see how that plays out. That brings us to the end of this episode of the Spur of the Moment podcast. Thanks for joining us. Drew, would you take us home, please? Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And as always, go Spurs, go!